The Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Teaching on the mountain, Jesus continued. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. Instead, if anyone should strike you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone should want to sue you and take your coat, give them your cloak as well. And if anyone should force you to go one mile, go the second mile also. Give to everyone who begs from you. And do not resist anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard it said, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, because then you will be children of your Father in heaven, because God makes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and makes the rain to fall on the righteous and on the unrighteous. I mean, if you love those who love you, what reward is there for you? Don't even tax collectors do this? And if you greet only your sisters and your brothers, what more are you doing than anyone else? Don't even Gentiles do the same. So be perfect, therefore as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So with that last line of Jesus is, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, probably you're going to be thinking, so what gives, Pastor? Because this morning, and every morning that we gather for worship, I say, what, you could probably say it with me, the life of faith is about participation and not perfection. I mean, we've kind of adopted these words, haven't we? I've heard many of you repeat them. Something goes not quite according to plan. And someone says, well, it's about participation, not perfection. And then we laugh and we move on, right? But Jesus said, be perfect, therefore, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. So I guess the party's over, right? Dad came home early, so we better shape up. Well, not so fast. Let's keep our party hats on. You've probably heard me tell this, this conversion story, my own conversion story, one of them anyway, many times. Something else you could probably repeat for yourself. The campus ministry Bible study on the Gospel of Mark. My walk home in the cold. And that electric revelation. That God does not demand that we become perfect before God will accept us. But instead that God accepts us perfect first, 
and makes us perfect after that. And I can tell you there are many turning points in my life. That was one of them. My life changed because of that experience of being accepted for who I was by those people reading the Gospel of Mark. There is a before and there is an after. And here I am living that after, not living it perfectly, but every day I participate in that truth. God accepted me first, and God is even now making me perfect. Now the way I've heard you say this is, I'm a work in progress. Have you ever said that? by the grace of God in Jesus Christ that we get to participate in the perfection of God. And so let's just pause right there for just a minute because I think this in itself is liberating. It's God's perfection we get to participate in. And Jesus set us free by inviting us to participate in that and in nothing else. There's a whole mess of human perfections that we can and do get caught up in. So who's perfect are we trying to be? Who's perfect do we use to measure ourselves? It could be a version of a perfect body or a perfect health, perfect grades or perfect credit, perfectly clean criminal record, perfect reputation, perfectly ordered home. In church, it could be a perfect martyrdom, a perfectly suffering servant, or maybe even the perfect nonchalance about our faith. We can be pretty sure that we are pursuing human perfections when it leads to violence. There are a thousand ways we can slap each other in the face. And I don't know about you, but I can slap myself in the face. Often three times before I get out of the bed in the morning. For failing to measure up. Be perfect, therefore. As your Heavenly Father is perfect. It's God's perfection we get to participate in. And it's true that God's perfection draws us ever onward and upward. There, there's not ever going to be a moment when we grasp that in this life. It's also true that God's perfection erases any complacency or boasting. And the perfect grace of Jesus melts all despair. Because what does God's perfection look like? It looks like Jesus on the cross. You know, God did not demand Jesus' blood to pay the price for our imperfection. Instead, in Jesus, God gave God's own blood to heal the wounds that human perfection could not. We could skip ahead in Matthew, about 20 chapters or so, and see it ourselves. Jesus doing all of the things that we heard Jesus give as examples today. When Jesus was arrested, 
he did not resist evildoers. When the soldiers struck Jesus in the face, Jesus offered the other cheek. They took not some of Jesus' clothes, but all of Jesus' clothes. They even forced a stranger to go a mile with Jesus' cross. Jesus did not absorb God's punishment against humans. Jesus absorbed human punishment against each other, especially in God's name. In God's name, people can be especially cruel. We ourselves can participate in that cruelness. But on the cross, Jesus reveals a different kind of God. A God who loves those who hate. A God who gives to those who demand. A God who expects absolutely nothing in return. God in Jesus Christ keeps raising the sun of forgiveness and sending the rains of grace on absolutely everyone. God gave not just a human life, but eternal life, the life of heaven, God's own life. So be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. So there was a joke that made the rounds at the Lutheran School of Theology at Chicago, and it said, what do they call someone who got C's in seminary? Pastor. I have to be honest with you, I hated that joke when I was in seminary, even though it's 100% true. Let's not hide a lack of effort with our joking around, I thought. But even I keep a phrase in my back pocket, the less seriously we take ourselves, the more seriously we can take God. I believe, I could put this in my own creed if I wrote my own creed, that irreverence is absolutely necessary. Not as a way to avoid what's hard, but as a way to reassure ourselves that the way of God is safe for sinners like us. You know, no lightning bolts. Be perfect. Therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Because when we're clear about what God's perfection really is, a perfection of grace and a perfection of love, that leaves a lot of room for bad jokes, to say the least. It's like the monk who said, I want to be known throughout history as the most humble man in the world. So, participation and not perfection, or even telling bad jokes, that's my way of keeping myself focused on what's really important. It's how I just shake off the tension, try not to take myself too seriously. What is it that you do? I mean, Lent is here just right around the corner, not 
this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after is Ash Wednesday. And it's a time when we put intentional effort into participating even more in God's perfection. So what is Jesus' invitation to you this coming Lent to participate a little bit more intentionally in God's perfection? And the thing is, being somber and joyless is not a sign that we're doing that, that we're doing Lent right. And bad jokes and fail videos may be just what we need to keep going all 40 days. So now I'm just going to give you a few moments of silence to reflect. What is it, maybe this Lent, that you need to take more seriously? And what do you need to take less seriously? Why don't you turn to someone who's sitting near you and share just a little bit, a sentence or two about what you were thinking about just then. So what were you thinking about? What, what were you thinking about just now? So have you guys heard the joke about the rope? The joke about the rope, have you heard that one? Why don't we just skip it right now? (laughs) My 
My mom told that joke to me when I was like eight years old while she was putting me, me to bed one night, and I practically went into hysterics because she wouldn't tell me what the joke about, about the rope was. Oh, anyway. Be perfect, therefore, just like your Father in heaven is perfect. Thanks be to God.